Since 2009, Kevin Williams has taken an interest in food storage and prepping. He really took it seriously in 2014. While not a prepper yet, he created a podcast where we can come together to talk about canning and other means of food storage, homesteading, gardening, farming, ranching, prepping, and politics. That's why this is called Canning Plus 7. Canning Plus 7 Other Topics. Now here is the Canning Plus 7 podcast with Kevin Williams. What I will be doing is giving little care packages to people with samples of freeze-dried peaches or apples, dehydrated apples, applesauce, or I have some venison that I freeze-dried into taco meat. Welcome to the Canning Plus 7 podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Williams, the Blind Montana Man. If you want to email this show, please go ahead and do so at canningplus7 at protonmail.com. That's canning, C-A-N-N-I-N-G, plus 7. The plus is spelt out, so that's C-A-N-N-I-N-G, P-L-U-S, 7, at protonmail.com. I know the podcast itself is canning with the plus sign 7, but protonmail would not let me do canning plus sign 7, so it's canning P-L-U-S-7 at ProtonMail.com. Now, if you want to go ahead and get a hold of me on Facebook or check out the Facebook page, you can do that at Canning plus sign 7. That's C-A-N-N-I-N-G plus 7. By the way, I'm really looking for feedback. I got some good feedback over the weekend from my oldest sister. I have to give her credit for me making this particular podcast. Over the weekend, she said, why don't you do a podcast about Christmas traditions? I didn't think a podcast about Christmas traditions would work on this particular podcast. However, she brought something else up that I do think would work. And that was, why don't you talk about Christmas gifts? And I thought, yeah, there's good Christmas gifts out there for preppers. Why not? So I'm using part of her feedback. That's what I mean. If you want to send feedback as to what kind of podcasts I should do in the realm of prepping, canning, farming, food stores, etc., then give me a suggestion, whether it's through Facebook Messenger or email, like my sister did. You can email me or send me a Facebook instant message. Today, Suzanne C. Sherman was my guest. Now, she's been on here before. As a matter of fact, Suzanne was the first guest on this podcast. But I decided to have her on again because she did such a great job the first time around. And she is definitely a prepper. The more we've talked off the podcast, I thought, I'll have her on again. So this is an introductory of what to give preppers. We talked about hand warmers, life straws, water filters. We briefly mentioned iodine tablets. One of her favorite items, Bivy Emergency Sleeping Bags 2.0, a bug out bag that she likes, and how you don't have to get everything off of Amazon. Certainly Amazon has a lot of good things for prepping or anything else that you want to buy. But You can also do business with local people who are patriots and like-minded preppers. For example, we bought up pedicures, doing your nails, or homemade gifts that a prepper might give you. Kind of like a cottage industry. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I think you will. I thoroughly enjoyed making it. Now let's get on with the podcast. Canning Plus 7 with Suzanne Sherman as my guest. It is the 1st of December, 2021. I'm Kevin Williams, the Blind Montana Man. How are you, Suzanne? I'm great, Kevin. It's great to be back. Thank you so much. Yes, and uh, you do a great job with the voiceover work. And uh, I, right now I have you and Brian Hyde doing the voiceover work. That way we can add a little bit of diversity to the podcast. How about that? 
That sounds great. You know, raising, having raised two boys myself, I find myself sick of the sound of my own voice, but I'm glad you appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I heard a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that. I don't know why I never get tired of hearing my own voice. Maybe I just like to hear myself talk. I don't know. But uh, (laughs) We're going to do a different type of a podcast. I've never done a podcast like this before. And we're going to talk about gifts for preppers. Um, and I came up with some interesting ideas. I actually, and you got the website, I Googled a website, gifts for preppers. And I think what I'll, I think what I'll do is I'll link to the website on the show notes, but then I will get the Amazon links because it actually does have the Amazon links on there. Uh, what do you think of that idea? That sounds great. Okay. So I will let you start off with gifts for preppers. Well, you know, it's really interesting because we've every Christmas we do a show and I do a blog about gifts for people that are just that aren't just preppers, but people that could maybe be receptive to becoming preppers. And the link that you sent me has quite a few uh, items that I think would be suitable for that purpose. For instance, if you have if there, if you have a friend that you're working with that maybe isn't a prepper, you don't want to give them a survival bag or a bug out bag, something like that. But I understand this is for preppers. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with, I absolutely loved the uh, survival playing cards. The cool thing about that is that's a way to bring other people in and engage them. And you also want to make sure that depending on the target audience, that you're not going to spend an inordinate amount of money for something they may or may not use. Yeah, good point. A a good example is the hand warmers. The hand warmers were mentioned on this website. Again, there's a link in the show notes. Go go check it out. Hand warmers are great. In fact, uh, when I wanted nothing to do with being a prepper, I think the hand warmers were awesome because I used them while I was living in Canada, knocking on doors for 11 months and it gets brutally cold in Canada, especially in Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. And those hand warmers were awesome. You had to be careful what kind of hand warmers you're using because whatever, for whatever reason, if I bought them at a sporting goods store, my fingers had turned black, but if I bought them at Walmart, they were awesome. So I don't know uh, what the deal was. Maybe these hand warmers are as good as the ones that I bought at Walmart. That's a great gift. And I wasn't even a prepper that I think that goes right to your point. You know, that's a great one. I like to refer to that as an ambassador gift that if there's somebody that likes to go in the outdoors and camps out the camps goes hunting or even lives in a harsh climate like we do, uh, you could put together a little vehicle kit for them or a little survival kit that they can put in their backpack, purse, briefcase, whatever it may be. These are small, they're compact. You can put them in a, you know, together as a nice little gift set. And I think that's a fantastic idea. I'm not familiar with the problem that you were referring to, but again, I really like that one. And another way to get heat too. And again, you don't always have to get stuff on Amazon. I want to give a shout out to a fantastic company. Um, It's called Pure Fire Tactical out in Florida. My friend Bobby Lynn. Uh, is the proprietor and he hand makes these amazing fire starters. They've actually been featured. Several of the participants on Naked and Afraid have taken them out there and made sure to show them to the audience. And the show doesn't say the name, but all of us know 
what these are and where he got them. I have a whole bunch. They are outstanding gifts. You're also supporting um, a, a, an a organization that supports our veterans. Awesome. Do you have a website for that? Yes, purefiretactical.com. Purefiretactical.com? Yes, great All organization, right. great product. Yeah, absolutely. And good point. Yeah, you don't always have to do business with Amazon. I think we all think we have to because it's like Sears back in the day. It's the electronic version of Sears. But uh, no, in fact, I understand why you wouldn't want to do business with Amazon at times. They've gone very woke. and But so, yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. Something else that was on the list too, the LifeStraw personal water filter. I think those are great, but I would also have the caveat that if you are going to give a gift like that, you should educate the recipient on the difference between between water filtration and water disinfection. So uh, I would have as a companion gift to the LifeStraw perhaps some iodine tablets or other water purification, and then maybe print up, you know, type up and then give them a printed version of the difference between the two. So that was on the list and that did get my attention. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, enlighten me here when, okay. So there's a difference between, I know we don't have, this could be a whole nother podcast Just briefly discuss what is the difference between water filtration and disinfectant and when would you take an iodine tablet because obviously i don't think you're gonna put your head in the lake and just drink 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 the water without a filtration system or the filter so when would you take the iodine tabs and why the tablets and why if you if you have them and they're portable and you have a way to put water in a vessel and put one of these tablets to actually kill any um, microbes that can cause any kind of a um, infestation or that can cause nausea, vomiting, and the sort of thing that you get that causes dehydration, which defeats the purpose. Now, the water, the filters, like the life straw, they will filter the water through, but it does leave open the possibility for some microbes to get through and make you sick. So first choice is you want to disinfect the water if that's not an option, then again, boil it. LifeStraw does filter it, but it doesn't give you the optimal protection. I took a, a course on this very subject with one of the most renowned primitive survival experts out there, Cody Lundin, and he said, LifeStraw's their straws because they suck. So he really <laughs> doesn't like them. And, you know, they are they are um, larger, but you could easily get some some iodine tablets and then you could make your own filter. If you're out there, you can filter through a shirt or something like that and then boil the water, obviously, uh, is another option as well. But again, this is just another way where you could provide a gift and educate people as well. Maybe the two products and then a little card that explains the difference between the two and maybe pique some of these interests. So I do want to talk about the tablets for just a few minutes here. The tablets, I guess I can just go to, let's say, Utah Lake. We all know, you and I know where Utah Lake is. It's, near, it's, uh, it's right near Provo. If you haven't been there, look it up on a map, Utah Lake. And let's just say I just, I'm thirsty. I don't want to go to the store because I'm here at the lake. I'm water skiing, whatever. And so I fill up my Yeti bottle with water. Is that when I would put an iodine tablet in there and drink it? Or how would that all work? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just tablets. They also have drops that you can put in there as well. And that should kill 
any of the uh, organisms in there. How and, many I mean, I, do I, I remember put in my bottle. It depends on what you have on there. I mean, we could just pick this one down, but you know, just look at the directions on there. You know, I think for the purposes today, we should just focus on, you know, what are some options? And then another show topic would be the nitty gritty yeah. on how to actually uh, work with the two. But I remember when you mentioned water skiing, I used to live in California. We were out water skiing in the Delta all day long and there was no water. And I just took a few big gulps of that water and I didn't get sick. I don't advise it, Lucky you. but you know, if you're if you're in an area and you know you're not in a survival situation where vomiting and diarrhea isn't going to uh, cause a health concern and that you can get treatment, then, you know, again, go ahead. But if you are in a situation where you might be rescued in a day or two, then go ahead and roll the dice on that, because if they know you're, they're going to find you, then you can deal with it. But if you yeah. don't know when you're going to be able to have fresh water, uh, be very careful. Let's talk about the Berkey real quick. The Berkey stuck out with me. I've actually seen a Berkey. The problem with the Berkey, though, just so you know, the listeners, you have to put the Berkey. The Berkey is a, like a five-gallon jug that you put on top of this water tank, and it takes 12 hours to actually filter down into the Berkey. So keep that in mind, but it's a great uh, tool if you have about one to four people with you. What do you think? Uh, you know what? If you're willing to spend over 300 bucks on a water filter for a friend, put me down on your gift list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thing, you know, that would be that would be something that you would just have in your home. In fact, I know people that have them and they just filter the water through. And then once it's filtered, they put it in the refrigerator, get some more and filter it through again. Great idea to have. But uh, that's that's a pretty expensive gift. Yeah, the other thing that stuck out to me was the Go Time Emergency Shelter. I like this. It's a two-person tent, and it comes with a 120-decibel whistle, which is very loud. The only thing I would add is uh, you might want to have earplugs because 120 decibels is pretty high. been to rock concerts where that's about the standard. That's pretty high, but uh, what do you think of that idea? It's a tent. Describe to us what it looks like. Um, you know what? I saw that. It just looks like it's a tent. Honestly, when I saw that, my first impression was, and I did try to click where it said check for current prices. And on that website, they, the prices that I checked did not work. I would just uh, honestly have some, uh, what do they call that, paracord and a uh, tarp. And you, you essentially achieve the same thing. And you can order some whistles really cheap. So my impression of that product is you're really looking at something that's probably overpriced. And it's very easy these days for people to do this. So shop around and, and consider what you can give somebody that would be a substitute without spending, you know, without overspending for something that's kind of cool. Yeah. What do you think of the Bivy? 2.0 emergency sleeping bag. I have several. I have one in my um, camping outdoor pack that I take with me everywhere. I have one in my hunting bag and I also have one in my vehicle bag. I do like that product. And a companion gift for that would be the hand warmers. And again, a little note to the recipient of the gift, the best ways to use the hand warmers. If you truly are, let's say your vehicle slides off the road, you can't get it out of the snow and you need to stay warm, get in there, put on your, uh, use your, your hand foot warmers 
and put them in areas where you will get the most gain meaning put them up in your groin where that femoral artery where they can get close to that and actually warm the blood up so the warmed up blood can circulate through your body so think about some companion gifts and sharing a little bit of information yeah the other thing about hand warmers that i want to let you know about is you uh, according to this uh, website the when i clicked on the link on amazon it said shake well and then it said that uh, it'll last for 10 or 12 hours or up to 10 hours. And then you put it in your gloves. It said about 15 to 30 minutes, which is probably why my hand warmers didn't last as long as I thought they should have, because I didn't do that. And the directions are probably on the package and I didn't know about it. So keep that in mind. Yeah, well, yeah, Suzanne has some good, uh, good advice as well with the hand warmers. Something else that I really like is um, the car battery booster. It's really easy, especially when the days get shorter and people are out more in the dark and they leave, they might leave their, their, their headlights on is these car battery boosters are fantastic. I have several of them. I keep one in each vehicle and they have come in handy. I think that's a great one. And some of them are very compact too. So they don't take a lot of room. That's something that just fit in the glove box of even a small vehicle. I love that, especially if you have a, a daughter that's out there driving, mother, whatever. These are, these are great little things that you don't want somebody to have to go and seek assistance and get a jump. They can be self-reliant, teach them how to use it. And I have used mine before. What do you think uh, on that topic? What do you think of the pocket, the pocket, the power pocket? Because I know some power pockets that were advertised were advertised. They could jump your car, jumpstart your car, and you can plug your cell phones in. What do you think of those? I'm not really familiar with what that is, so I'm not sure. Okay. Well, um, Glenn Beck used to advertise the power. I think it was a power pocket charger, I think is what it was. I can't remember and it would jump, you know, it had jumper cables. So you could jump start your car. It had USB ports. So you could charge your phones, all kinds of things. Looked like a neat little device. Um, anything else that stuck out to you? You know, kind of what I was thinking is, especially with right now, this website, you have to order everything. Amazon, you're ordering everything. We've been talking about in the headlines, everybody's talking about the supply chain interruptions. And in the event that you do find that it is difficult to acquire objects that you, items that you have ordered, consider making up some smaller items and you know, that encourages people to also be self-reliant as well. I can food, I freeze dry food. So what I will be doing is giving little care packages to people with samples of freeze dried peaches or apples, dehydrated apples, applesauce, or I have some venison that I freeze dried into taco meat. So use your skill. And I think those are some great gifts for people because it encourages, again, people to seek out some knowledge. So if, if you're struggling right now, and a lot of people are, we know prices have gone through the roof. One way to hedge your bets for inflation is to maybe get a little creative and share some home goods and things that you've made. One thing you can also take is repurpose 
some jars that you get food in and just get yourself some some wicks, some candle wicks and some wax and you can make candles for people. Those are great little gifts. I, I have I have uh, cases of survival candles I've made and I put some essential oils in them and that's a great gift. So, you know, a lot of these products are a bit overpriced. They're cool and people do buy them because they're trying to get set up, but I wouldn't have this be my be all end all list of, of things to get for uh, preppers per se. Yeah, good point. And, uh, you know, I, I think essential oils would be a great gift. Um, yep. I am a huge fan of essential oils. I have foot problems and essential oils have worked wonders, better than medication. Now, I'm not anti-medication, just so you know. I'm just saying for me, essential oils have well, worked wonders. And something that people really do appreciate, and again, this doesn't have to cost anything, just repurpose some jars that you get, take the labels off and buy some sugar. Sugar's still relatively cheap. And you can take some oil. And I don't consume canola oil or any of that kind of uh, corn oil or anything like that because it's bad for you. But it's cheap and you can make a nice body scrub with it. You know, somebody for you, for instance, I would make you a salt scrub, not a salt scrub because that one could irritate your skin, but a sugar scrub with some oil and maybe or, uh, the oil as a base and then some tea tree oil. It's a nice disinfectant and it helps heal skin and if people have diabetes that helps them as well. So well, there are favorite... so many things. Huh? Oh, oh, go ahead. No, there are so many things you can do for people. I mean, this is a great list that you found online, but I do want people to know that, you know, a lot of this stuff is very expensive right now, might be difficult to get delivery times, lead times, that sort of thing. But you can take these items on here and also have some ideas. What can you make yourself? What can you maybe formulate together that you don't have to spend a premium on? For instance, there's survival seeds on here. I have a few packs of that. But if you know somebody lives in an area where certain plants and fruits, vegetables could grow, go ahead and just buy those seeds separately, put them in a nice little bag with a bow on it, and you're going to get a much better value. And it's actually going to be tailored to the recipient. I love those ideas. Camp stoves think? are on here. I have several camp stoves too. I love those. What do you think of the uh, document proof fire bag? I or think the that's fireproof a good document idea. bag. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think that that's a good idea as well. All of your important documents should be kept in a safe place, either in a safe or a bag like that. Sure. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to talk about? I know this is a short podcast. Uh, we've got things going on, but uh, anything else you want to talk about? You know, some of the items or some of the gifts that are not going to be stuck in shipping containers and ships out in the ocean are things for uh, local businesses. So if you know somebody that has a nail salon or any other massage, personal training, punch passes for gym memberships, uh, haircuts, dog sitting, house sitting services, anything like that, get some gift certificates or something like that. You can support local cottage industries, which is really my favorite. I have friends that have body care products, uh, people that teach wilderness survival courses, preparedness courses, books. You can even order a book for them through Amazon for their Kindle that they can get. I've had authors send me books like that. So not everything has to come in a box per se. You can you know, provide gifts of services, provide 
the gift of knowledge. If somebody wants to learn something that you do, hey, come on over for a day and I'll teach you how to pressure can or we'll make some dandelion jelly or something like that. You can make a cute little gift certificate and offer them that if, if it's something that you'd know that they would be interested in. But there are a lot of opportunities to uh, provide gifts for not only those that are already preppers, but those that might be amenable to becoming preppers. You know, you brought up a very good point. Uh, preppers are humans. And yes, I know it's hard to imagine. It's hard for me to imagine. Yes, uh, there are preppers out there that like pedicures, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. You're talking to one. I just haven't had one in ages because they've gotten really expensive. So anybody yeah. listening that wants to send me a gift certificate for a pedicure in a Park City uh, salon, uh, you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and end this podcast unless you have something well, else to tell us about. There is because there is a um, a backpack on here, a bug out bag. And that's, you know, another thing that really gets people into that are wanting to get into prepping. Oh, this is what I need a bug out bag. These bags, the, the one that they uh, depict in this pod or in this um, website are it's looks very military style. It's the camo color, that sort of thing. I would advise, and, and you're going to spend a lot of money. This is a Presidio Tactical Assault Backpack. Go to Walmart, get a $6 backpack for kids or however much they are, and have something like that. It's not going to uh, arouse attention. People will notice this. They will see somebody carrying one of those backpacks and think, ah, that person has what I probably has what I could likely use. I want I want to have that stuff and I'm going to get it because if you really are in a survival situation, there are going to be a lot of opportunists, oh, beg your pardon, a lot of opportunists and predators out there seeking to take advantage of a situation where you might be a little bit uh, not, not paying as, as much attention to your surroundings. So I would avoid taking items like that out, be the gray man blend in so you could get a, a very inexpensive little backpack even a small one and put a kit together for somebody with say a water filter some hand uh, some hand warmers some purifiers for your water and um, the, there's a multi-tool in there absolutely love those fire starters and then again the tarp and a and some paracord which you if you just learn a little bit on how to rig and get that set up, you're going to be just fine. And I also love that sleeping bag. It's nice. And it has its own carrying case. And I, it, it's a great little stocking stuffer. By the way, that sleeping bag is orange. Uh, and, and I mm -hmm. understand orange is a great uh, reflector in case you need people to find you. Yep. You want to be easy to, to be found. You want to be the gray man when you need to be blending in and not be found, but you really want to stick out when uh, you're in a situation, I forgot the name of them, but I ordered these also on Amazon and they're about the size of little hockey pucks and they are, they light up, they light up in, I think, white and orange and they are fantastic. You can either put them on the road or if it's windy or snowy, you can put them, you know, on the, on the dash of your car or hold it. And I think those are great for getting attention and keeping you safe, too, if your car becomes uh, inoperable. In fact, we had some friends that were out hunting. I gave a friend of mine who was a, a guide a package of these. It come in, I think, six of them in a pack. And they went out and one guy drove his, his uh, snowmobile off the trail and rolled down a hill. And it took them hours to find him because it had been dark. Oh, and wow. I said, well, did he? 
did he have that hockey puck? You know, did he have that emergency signal I gave you guys? No, he didn't. Why don't you give one to everybody that's in your group? You're taking them out hunting. Say, here's my signal. If they're not smart enough to have one of those on their own, give them one. If he had had that, the search would have been over in less than an hour. Absolutely. And uh, that comes to another thing. This was not mentioned on the list. How about a two-way radio? You can get a GMRS license. You don't have to get a ham license, although you could, but you can get a GMRS license. I think they still sell the uh, radios that they used to be talk about it radios that were in the family band and the UHF frequencies. Yeah, you could get yourself some two-way radios and uh, hopefully do a mayday call out there, can't you? I would do anything. In fact, I, if, if you don't want to spend any money and get a little bit of information on how to learn how to use your smartphone, I would encourage people to go to my website, SuzanneCSherman.com, and I have a blog on there called Smartphone Survival and how to use your phone in a survival situation. And there's another one, how to communicate when the world goes silent. And that's even how you can use your cell phone or your smartphone and get out and get messages when typically making a call or sending a text won't work. And in fact, near my house here, we were down a remote canyon. We were just gonna go and get a quick picture and the cooling uh, hose fell off of the, uh, and the engine and the vehicle we were in was rendered inoperable. There was absolutely no cell service, couldn't get a call out, but we could get it out. I think my son sent a message on Facebook Messenger. So sometimes these other apps, uh, either Messenger or Snapchat, or uh, let's say, what's the other one I use? Uh, a signal can get a message out where you might not otherwise. So even if you don't have one of those radios or a ham radio, you still have some options. Absolutely. And uh, texting does take up less data, less packets. That's why when you, sometimes when you're in an area where the cell phone service is bad, yes, sometimes a text will work. As a matter of fact, I've been in the plane. I don't know how high I was, but I have been in the plane in the air sending and receiving text messages. So good point. I could not make a mm -hmm. call, but I could send and receive texts while in the air. Yeah. So there are a lot of options out there, but I love these shows because it really gives people some ideas on how to not only show they care and give people gifts that can actually be of value to them and could possibly uh, be a life-saving, uh, have a life-saving impact for somebody, but can also bring other people into the fold who might not have been interested in becoming prepared in the first place. Absolutely. Well, uh, Suzanne, unless there's anything else you want to discuss, I will end the podcast. And I will talk to you later, unless there's something else you want to talk about. Nope. Just want to thank people for uh, having her for listening to us. And I also want to remind them that another book of knowledge that you can get is the Lost Frontier Handbook. That's my book. And that's at the lostfrontierhandbook.net. And you can learn the ways of the pioneers. And it is your ultimate guide to self-reliance. I also have a podcast, The Red Hot Chili Prepper on Anchor FM. Thank you so much for having me back. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure you'll be back a few more, several times, possibly. I will talk to you all later, well, folks. Thank you for listening to the Canning Plus 7 podcast. If you have a recommendation or suggestion, email Kevin Williams at canningplus7 at protonmail.com. Remember, when emailing him, the plus is spelled out instead of the plus sign. You can also check him out at Facebook at Canning Plus 7. 
That's canning plus seven with the plus symbol instead of the word plus on the canning plus seven Facebook page. 